All right, people, here we go. It's, you know it's coming. Da-dum, dum, da-dum. Da-dum, dum, da-dum. Terminator 6, Terminator 7, whatever number we're on. We got a lot of sequels here. A lot of sequels to Terminator 2 Judgment Day. But your boy, Peter A. DeLuca, that's me. Welcome to AKA Pad's Audio Audacity Podcast. And if you're new here, I'm the Pop Culture Pope. And we're discussing Terminator 6 or 7, I lost count, Dark Fate. It is a cool title. Dark Fate. It's a dark fate. What does that even mean? You already hear that intro music. Let's get into it because I spent a lot of time building up into this. Months. And I was so excited to watch it. I've seen it about three times. I watched this movie three times. And we're going to talk about it. Alright, people. I... When this movie came out, I went through everything Terminator. With the hopes of building into a Terminator... Dark Fate review. And I guess I guess a little bit of my idea for that is you know, I wanted my awareness when I saw it to be at its height. Meaning uh things I understood about the franchise, things I understood about the core concepts of the Terminator idea, uh myself becoming more expressive about what I was watching and and how I was receiving the content. By content, I mean movies, web series, and TV show. That's right. Uh, Terminator hits all of those. And uh, along the way, the movie came and went out of theaters, and everything became Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, which I engaged in the same exact process for. Now, I haven't discussed it much, but I've also done this for the First Blood Rainbow, John Rainbow. I, did, I also did that for those movies. Spent a lot of time watching them going into uh, what would be the final installment, Lace Blood. And we will we will touch on all five of those movies. So along the way, it's I feel like I uncovered a way to look at an arc. You know, like a way to look at technology. Because the Terminator films are, it's always the height of what Hollywood can do. Uh, even, you know, going back to 1980, the first one, like the, or 1984, like the uh, low-budget one. You know, because that, that was a height of practical effects on a low budget. But there's always, like, this special effects spin, and that's been very clear, very apparent since Terminator 2 Judgment Day. So, we're going to jump ahead. It's 2019, and, and these guys made another sequel. So, when I say another sequel... They've tried to make a sequel to Terminator 2 Judgment Day a lot. And each each attempt is as different as the one before it and the one after. That is very unique. When I was originally building up to watch this and review it with, with all of you and discuss it with all of you. The, my, I, my, my, my one big takeaway from the franchise was it's really the best and the top science fiction franchise ever created now you can say star wars i can say star wars i can say star trek you can say star trek but that's the duel the reason for me that terminator is so high is because we've seen it 
at a high budget and we've also seen it at a low budget and we've also seen it on like a campy level which was the genesis web series low budget with the sarah connor chronicles fox tv show rain for two seasons and we've seen it at its absolute height which would be the last few films i mean these budgets are are incredible it's incredible the amount of money that they put into the Terminator movies because there's this faith that people want it. People love it. And as long as it's good, they you're going to print money until the end of your days. Whoever owns the rights of that movie is going to make it rain. This is true. This is 100% true. So... There's always been like a battle for the Terminator rights. It's always been a battle of exactly what the movie's going to be. And again, very clear with how drastic these movies are post-Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Now, Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. That's one sequel. Terminator Salvation. That's one sequel. Terminator Genesis, that's one sequel. And now we have the fourth one. Dark Fate is one sequel. Each of those movies doesn't acknowledge the previous films. They all act like they are this direct extension of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. To recap it, Rise of the Machines is John Connor, still alive, and he has to evade another Terminator. But the Terminator is actually executing his chain of command. So now the mission of the Terminator has shifted. And we learn that like the fate, you know, there's no fate that we that we make our own or, or there, whatever. Whatever thing that they say. <laughs> but there's you know the, the ending of uh, of of Judgment Day goes into the idea of Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, which is, no, you do not escape fate. Uh, fate and destiny will happen. It will arrive. So we learn that ju- Judgment Day happens no matter what at the end of the Rise of the Machines. This is an incredibly heroic, ballsy, swinging for defenses idea. I absolutely love it. This movie makes a big bet. That's the hook. Good hook. Then we have Terminator Salvation. And Salvation is the idea of day one after Judgment Day. So we don't have lasers yet. And the machines are, you know, not too well explained where they came from so quickly. But they're cool. And this is our biggest range of machines. uh, Most imaginative uh, machines. There, are, you know, we're not just dealing with the walking exoskeleton or the endoskeleton. We're we're dealing with a entire army of machines that could torture humanity. Awesome idea. Uh, and then we have Terminator Genesis, which takes the idea of Terminator Three, which is there's there's going to be fate and destiny no matter what. Skynet, our villain, alters itself. We have these converging timelines. We have an ending from 
Terminator Salvation that was scrapped because it leaked on the internet. But John Connor is a Terminator. He's the T-3000. One of the, probably the best design of all the Terminators. I, I love it so much. And we deal with these converging timelines. And this idea that we're going into a new territory at the end of that movie. We really don't know. Like, we can't predict what the sequel would be for that. And and I really, really, I really wish we knew more about the Genesis 2 plane of action. Because that was, you know, people were pushing for that to be a trilogy. And now we have this one. There's very little in this movie that I would say is Terminator. Which is very rare. Because <laughs> even in the worst, even in Star Trek Resurrection, even in Skywalker, you know, the Rise of Skywalker, the, the newest Star Wars movie. Congrats on breaking one billion, by the way. There's these beats, there are these elements, there's these pops, like a poo, like, you know, like bang, pop, 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 of maybe not being a perfect movie, but it has moments of that history, legacy franchise and it feels like it even in, within rise of skywalker there's moments where that feels like a star wars movie <sighs> this it, and it's so uh it boggles me it spins my head thinking about dark fate i've seen it three times thinking about terminator dark fate because i don't understand how you have this low budget idea and you try and do the low budget idea, but you add a lot of money. Okay, cool. But you miss the mark on what the core concepts are. You miss the mark on exactly why we're in the theater. You miss the mark to why wouldn't we see the word Terminator? It could be on anything. There could be a new energy drink that comes out. Terminator. There could be a new XFL team. The Wisconsin Terminators. You're thinking of only one thing. There's a reason. And then that reason gets us excited. And we want to see it no matter what. We're told it's horrible. We, we're told it sucks. We're told it's great. We're told you have to see it. We want to see it no matter what. I feel like this movie betrays, betrays that. Because people have a lot of opinions about these other Terminator movies. And I kind of want to say people actually like them. I like them. You out there, you know you like them. You know you're fascinated with the timeline alterate. You know, the, the differences of the different futures now. Each each of these Terminator movies have a different projected future. And that is kind of cool. Even this one. And, you know, we just have these things. We have these things that aren't there. Usually in, in any of these Terminator movies, there's a great opening sequence. Maybe a flashback. Yeah, maybe a flash forward. Maybe like something. Show us the future. Show us the future. We love the future in the Terminator movies. Genesis nailed it. Best future sequence. I guess at this point that will ever be produced. This movie doesn't do that. This movie. And look, I'm not saying I'm above reading subtitles. But this movie, I think I clocked it at uh, 12 minutes and 45 seconds. 12 minutes and 45 seconds of subtitles. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. Okay. Because uh, it takes place in Mexico. Which 
is a logical location for this movie. South America, so logical because South America is embedded in Terminator 2 Judgment Day. It's a part of the narrative of that movie. Um, you know, we learn that John Connor's dead. We see John Connor die. Cool. They did it. Moving on. I like it. Got balls. I like movies that do things that are ballsy. And then we have a new future resistance leader. That's okay, because we learned that in Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. This is a concept we're already comfortable with. It's a girl. Hey, Clara Danes was going to take over the future army in Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. I'm sorry, I'm speaking Rise of the Machines here. Okay, concept I'm already familiar with. Nothing to see here. Moving on. Uh, you know, I'm not upset. Why should you be upset? But it's not quite that. The girl, the future resistance leader, is so-so. Our new future soldier sent to protect, <coughs> excuse me, is is a uh, like a hybrid. She has surgery and she's part machine, whatever. Okay, that's cool. Angle. You know, new angle, new spin. The new Terminator is part liquid, part endoskeleton. Or exoskeleton. It's, he's endoskeleton, right? On the inside? Inside. Endoskeleton. That's a cool thing. We saw that too in Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. I'm okay with a little bit of this repeating. Some of the action sequences move. I wouldn't say they sing, but they move. None of the concepts are are good. For some reason, Arnold Schwarzenegger is in this movie. He plays a T-800, one of the ones that kills John Connor. And he has a, a, a life. He, he like lives in, the, um, in Texas. Lives a Texas life. Okay. <laughs> None of that. You buy. Then we have the end. And, you know, we we kind of have some of these visuals that were teased in the posters and, and trailers, which is our new protagonist, our new future soldier. She, like, goes toe-to-toe with the liquid guy when he's liquid, um, when he doesn't have the, the skeletal inside of him because he kind of goes between the two. And she's fighting him with this, like, chain. And, you know, like, that's, a like, a new cool visual uh, the physics for that I don't like understand because the liquid metal is liquid metal. It's not just always liquid. He can, you know, like he's not, you can't just like cut through. Like, you know, which is why bullets and explosives are effective. But, you know, they take a leap in that. And it's, it's, uh, there's good sequences and good shots with that. You know, I, I, I give some credit there. But none of it is, is there. And then the movie, like, you know, like, movie ends, and we're just supposed to believe that uh, we're, we're off to, like, another step within the Terminator movie, within the Terminator franchise, within the, the idea of Terminator, that this finally would be a sequel, like, a, uh, a, a step towards something else that we can all agree on. No. It, and it's not. And the reason why I wanted to do this discussion with you for a few days now, and one of the reasons 
I couldn't bring myself to do it. And and I honestly couldn't. So sorry there. I had the the craziest feedback that just came right in. But, you know, and it's like, that's what everybody wanted. You know, everybody wanted to get on board with Terminator again and take a step forward. I will say it was the same with Last Jedi. And, you know, like it happened with Force Awakens and everyone did take that step forward. We didn't get it with Last Jedi. We certainly didn't get it with Rise of Skywalker. Pre- I previously alluded, and I, and I think that this is important. That Episode two seventy nine and two eighty is the Rise of Skywalker and this movie, the Terminator Dark Fate, because there there is a symmetry with these two movies, and it is Batman and Robin. And by that I mean it is a potential franchise killer. It's a franchise staller. It's a franchise freeze. It's hard to imagine another Terminator movie after how much this movie lost. I think it lost upwards of $130 million. This is bad. I mean, I would think on merchandising alone, you know, like the which is incredible gains, but no. Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker, you know, look, it's a billion dollar movie, but comparatively speaking, that movie should be around a billion seven or a billion eight when we look at Force Awakens. And it's less than Last Jedi worldwide. It's There, there should not be a, a downward decline on a third Star Wars movie. Now, the middle one should dip a little. Compared to the first one, if the fir- if the first one pops. Now, when we look at series and franchises, there's a lot to factor in. So I'm giving you some broad strokes here. Feel free to correct me, aka Pad on the Twitter. But I don't know, people. At this time, I I would not be able to recommend this movie. I would not be able to say this this has elements of greatness. This have elements of what the Terminator is all about. I would say even. If the movie fractured and broke like Genesis does. Genesis still has the essence of Terminator in it. You can watch it and you get the idea. I think there's a value to that. I would not say that about this movie. And it has nothing to do with the female cast. has nothing to do with the South American angle. has nothing to do with some of the uh, agenda, identity, politics, SJW-ness in the movie. I wish it did, but it doesn't. Uh, you take those elements out and we still don't have good ideas. Okay, say what you want about the Transformer movies. Those movies have endless good ideas, endless fun ideas, endless origins of the Transformers, endless connections connections between the Autobots and the humans. Every movie goes back a little bit. It's just cool and it's fun. And every movie you're finding out new things about this, this relationship. I like it. So everyone, I, I I hate I hate it. I just hate to say you don't have to watch this movie. Do yourself a favor and skip it. You can skip Terminator Dark Fate. It has frozen the franchise. But I'll be back in episode 281. Ready? We're doing Shazam. And then we're going to get into two movies. Look, uh, this movie, I just wanted to do a little bit of a movie dump. A little bit of a brain gray matter palate cleanser for yours truly. Uh, And I didn't want to jump into a theme directly. But some of the things 
that have been tickling me to continue is Shazam, Battle, Battle Angel, Attila, another James Cameron connection, and Ghost in the Shell. Uh, these four movies I just want to talk to you all about, and then I'll let you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Midway. Yes, I said Midway because I wanted, wanted to do that back during Veterans Day. But I loved the new one. And I wanted to do the Charleston Heston Midway and this one, like kind of like a back-to-back discussion. So you would have two episodes there. I've been wanting to do all four A Star is Born. Because I absolutely flipped out when I finally saw the new one. Flipped out about the quality of that movie. And then we're going to do John Rambo. And that's going to be a five-episode block. So we, we, we have... Seems like we, we're we nearly going to be uh, at 300 by the time I'm done this next run here. That's a little bit of insight of what's in store. But thank you for joining me. Rocking and rolling. People, this podcast, me reaching you, it's growing. It's growing. It's growing. And I thank all of you that are involved. And you know what? I'll say this. I know some of you who were around during the early days, you might still be listening. As a matter of fact, I know you are. And I'll just say this to you. (laughs) Directly to someone. Let Let me get a little petty here. You lost out because you didn't want to do the work. And now the work is here. Now the ideas, now the effort, that you put into something you say you love is here. And I've sacrificed so much for this show. I've sacrificed so much to keep it regular. I sacrifice my entire month for the 31 days of dread. I have a 11 month calendar calendar now because of that event. But there's a lot of you out there that contributed to this show that are always welcome back also. And just keep in mind, a lot of times we we think we have these answers. We think we have these solutions. And we don't. And we think bad advice from other people around us. Some of these people in our lives. Um, we think that's the path. And that person isn't pursuing any dreams. But you're the one with the dreams. And... They don't want you to pursue that because it takes them off the hook. Keep that in mind. But all of you, I love you. Episode, we got a little deep there. Did a little bit of a rant. (laughs) Episode 281 will be the DCEU Shazam. Takes place in Philly, and you guys know I'm a Philly boy. Let's rock and roll. I'll talk to you later.